What do you? I, I would definitely consider us journalists. <laughs> I mean, no one else does. <laughs> I can't get my press pass at the field house, but yeah, doesn't mean I'm not a journalist. Damn it. Yeah. So uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to The Undebeatables, your favorite Pacers podcast. Today is August 19th, 2018. You are listening to episode 330. Coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. I'm your host this week, the enforcer, John Harper. This week, we'll be using the opportunity of a two-man pod to throw shade at our other analysts' preseason predictions, <laughs> and we'll tell you the top five players in NBA history at every position, I assume after much arm wrestling, Rochambeau, and maybe a physical fight between us. <laughs> Joining me for the cage match is one of our analysts from Indianapolis, Indiana. He's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, Mr. Jonathan Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? I'm so glad to be with you, Harper. We were uh, trying to schedule our schedule pod, which is uh, Jason's favorite pod. We can't do it without him. Uh, tough to do that pod without our uh, fabulous host, Joey, uh, who keeps us all in line on that one. Um, so instead, we're just going to talk about inane stuff, but basketball-related, so hang in there. Top 25 players, well, top five players of every position is always a fun debate that you and I get into drinking over the phone so we figured we'd do it drinking over a pod why not right it's not drinking alone that's, that's right it's completely I can, I can healthy see you drinking it's it's social <laughs> that was just a reminder you can support our show every time you shop on amazon just follow the link in the show notes or go to the website undebeatables.com and follow the amazon referral link anything helps we do appreciate you guys all right, now to the now to the meat of the show, my friend. <clears throat> One of my favorite topics that uh, you and I occasionally get into. In fact, I'd like and to brief- always goes awry. Yeah, I'd like to briefly mention now. that um, I think two or three years ago, you and I decided to do a two man pod about the top five players at each position, um, and I believe that it was a four hour recording that I could not um, edit down to make sensible in fact i think i believe to this day it's our only true lost pod i think we've recovered all other pods so um here it is uh people sit around bars all the time uh around living rooms around dinner tables and discuss who are the greatest basketball players of all time a uh, top 10 a top five uh who's the best is it jordan lebron whatever we're gonna break it down based on position uh we're gonna do it in order so we'll give you the best player in order by position uh, we're going to start with point guard and go down to center. 
and we'll debate this. We, tr- we, we I would love to come to some sort of Quakery consensus as we try to do with things. Um, again, it might end up being a bloodbath, but I'm going to throw out uh, the best point guard of all time to get us started as Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody really has any qualms with this, probably. Um, he was six nine, um, basically averaged twenty points, uh, seven rebounds, and eleven assists for his career with two steals. He's got five rings. Um, he brought yeah. basketball back from the brink along with Larry Bird uh, when it was uh, a crumbling entity in the uh, late seventies, and um, yeah. He has charisma and uh, vision. Yeah, he 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 uh, led the Showtime Lakers, which are iconic. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. Five championships, three Finals MVPs, one of the greatest games in Finals history at the age of twenty. What do you? I, I twenty six points. His ring started at seven. He's got five rings. Um, he brought yeah. basketball back from the brink along with. Uh, tragically, uh, he's got five rings. Um, he brought yeah. basketball back from the brink along with Larry Bird uh, when it was uh, a crumbling entity in the uh, late seventies. And um, yeah, he has charisma. And uh, vision, yeah, he 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 uh, led the Showtime Lakers, which are iconic. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. Five championships, three Finals MVPs, one of the greatest games in Finals history at the age of twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he started. And his career was cut short at that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, was out, and so he started at center. Um, and what did he end up with, like? Like a twenty and twenty or something like that. <laughs> it's yeah, just it was, it was um, Yeah, so uh, I think he deserves this. And you're right. Uh, tragically uh, contracted HIV uh, at, at kind of the height of his career, or maybe near the uh, end of the his prime. Um, but um, is now owns the Lakers, so his life turned out all right, and he's like a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, congrats for being the best point guard of all time, Magic Johnson. Uh, number two, I've got uh, Oscar Robertson, the big O. I do too. Yeah. Indiana. We're Indiana fans. We so are. No surprise there. Uh, Christmas Plus Attic Titers. recently for selling his ring. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's bad. Sorry to hear that. Um, he was notably very uh, prickly. He was kind of a... I don't think kind of. He was a perfectionist um, and notoriously um, tough on his teammates. But all of that perfection um, led him to the first uh, season of averaging a triple-double, which Russell Westbrook has since matched uh, in the last two seasons. But um, that held for a very long time. He was a winner at every level. He he won... uh, Two state titles uh, for the Christmas Attic Tigers here uh, in Indianapolis. He won a national title with Cincinnati Bearcats, and he won um, a title with the Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah, um, fantastic career. Um, I'm glad you agree with me. 
he was he was six five. He was big. He could do all the things. Um, he ends up with career averages of twenty six points, seven and a half rebounds, and nine and a half assists, um, and a steal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not bad. And and shot almost forty nine percent. So yeah, just for good measure. Just for good measure. Um. So number three, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but um, I've already got Steph Curry there at number three as the third greatest point guard of all time. Um, The reason I do it uh, is because the man already has three titles. If he stays reasonably healthy, um, he's going to shatter the three-point record. I mean, even if he only plays three more years, essentially he's going to shatter the um, three-point record. He's not on the top 25, even the top 50 of assists yet or steals or things like that that usually associate with the with the greatest uh, point guards. Um, but he's got two MVPs, three titles, and um, I think for me more than anything, he's changed the game. I, I think a lot of the guys that end up on these lists for me are guys that changed the game. Magic Johnson was the first 6'9 point guard. He changed the way we thought about point guards. Um, the way that Steph Curry plays the game, um, he stretches the floor. We've talked about this before. Changes the geometry of the floor um, with his shooting. He can shoot from half court, and it changes the way teams guard you and uh, allows everybody else to have more space on the floor. Uh, It may be premature since he's still in his career, but I think as of now, if he just hung up his shoes tomorrow, I think he'd probably be the third best point guard of all time. Before Steph... Curry changed the game. The guy who perfected it was John Stockton. Mm. And he did it for a lot of years. 10-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, 5-times All-D, averaged over 10 assists a game for his very long career. And that says nothing of his, you know, USA basketball influence. Um, he just He did it for a long time at a very high level. Uh, not a big Stockton fan. No, I mean, <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, I've always hated him. Um, I, I think we, what was it, what was that? Uh, I can't remember this when we were in college. They did some interview with somebody and they asked who was the dirtiest player in the NBA to all the all these players in the NBA, and it was unanimously Stockton. Yeah, I think number two or three was Malone. Right, exactly. And and you know, and that's it's just not a guy I want to root for. Um, and not a guy I want to put on this list. Um, I understand that he has the most um, assists in the history of the NBA. I understand that he perfected the pick and roll with um, Carl Malone. Longevity definitely matters to me, and you'll find on this list that I use longevity to bump guys up over other guys. Um, he had a really long career, would you say 18, 20 years, something like that? 18 mm-hmm. years. Um, and very durable. He played... 82 games almost every year. Um, and you're right. He was a, a sniper from the floor. He was a maestro of, of commanding his his offense. Um, zero titles. And that's a knock for me on that one. And uh, he was a little bitch. So those things knock him off my top five. He's not even on your top five? Not even on my top five. No. John Stockton. No. Um, He's my honorable mention. Wow. Okay. 
I would have him squarely lit number three. Steph Curry did change the game, and but he's not. It's not because he's the greatest point guard. It's because he's the greatest shooting point guard. Okay, that's he's still point, point he's still he still Sack. plays point guard in the league. I know, but if you're looking for the person who did that thing the best, it was probably John Stockton. I know, but he's dirty. He didn't win any rings. I don't like him. All right, who's next? Um, four, I got Isaiah Thomas. So, not dirty at all. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, his will to win got him a couple titles. When you talk about a guy that can uh, orchestrate, you know, I when I was a young man, I was watching him play the game at kind of the height of his powers. And it was always very impressive for me to watch him play the game because he was, um, I felt, I don't know what kind of leader he was behind the uh, closed doors because I, uh, you know, since then he's had a career as a coach for the Pacers and and, and other teams. Uh, his GMing as the Knicks was a, fair, a failed experiment. Uh, but on the floor, he knew how to get everybody involved, everybody on the same page, and he took over when he needed to. Um I just think, you know, one of the things that also gets you on this list is is winning. And he won, I thought, during a very tough era um, that was, you know, in between the Lakers and, and Boston um, uh, and, and, and the Jordan Bulls. And I don't know if there was a really gap there. They just carved out a gap there and made it their own because they, um, they were tougher. Um, and I thought that team, those bad boys, uh, Pistons, in a lot of ways, were driven by Isaiah Thomas. Um, he ends up with 19 points a game, four rebounds, nine assists for his career. Yeah, I'm fine with that. 14, 14 uh, year career, and and you'll recall this. Um, he like freaking snapped his ankle in a playoff game and continued to play. Um, it was just a tough son of a bitch. Yep, tough, great competitor. He was all those things. Uh, he's number seventh all time in total assists, right ahead of Gary Payton. And Chris Paul, who's probably coming for him. <laughs> right, right. Um, five was tough for me. Um, I actually did think about putting Stockton here, but um, I left him off this list as for reasons I um, shared earlier. Uh, Chris Paul, um, I think he's one of the best point guards of the modern era. His similar qualities to uh, Thomas, um, except maybe not the killer instinct. Maybe he's most similar to Oscar Robertson, how sort of anal he is and uh, prickly. Jason Kidd, but I don't like him. Um, Steve Nash, two-time MVP, 40-50-90 club, uh, which I think only seven players in NBA history have ever averaged uh, 40% from the three-point line, 50% from the floor, and 90% from the um, free throw line. Uh, just an absolute gifted uh, passer and ran the seven seconds or less. Um, but I ultimately landed on Bob Cousy. And I know that seems, I know I've never seen him play. Um, so it's hard for me to defend this too much. Um, but I'm looking at uh, his longevity. He was a 13 time all-star and I, I know, granted it was a, a league with fewer teams. Cousy won six, Championships, one-time MVP, 13-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, Hall of Fame. 
And, um, you know, looking into it, it looks like he was sort of the first modern point guard. He basically laid the groundwork for the rest of these guys to do what they do. Um, they say he was a magician with the ball. He was the first guy that would have behind-the-back passes and, and uh, dribble between his legs and, and things like that, that that nobody had seen before. Um, and, um, you know, he helped propel, um, was part of that dominant Boston team in the uh, – uh, 50s and 60s. So I don't know. I've got him at five. It sounds like you want to put Stockton <laughs> in the top five. Um, do we want to knock him off? Put Stockton there, or do you like Koozie? Uh, so other names: um, Nate Archibald, sure. Crystal Pete Maravich, sure. Walt Frazier. Uh, I love Walt Frazier. Um, and probably the guy that I'd have at number five, Jerry West. Oh, I've got him as a as a shooting guard. He played both guard positions, so mm. he'll make my okay. shooting guard list. Don't you worry. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. I can live with that then. You're okay. So you're okay with Curry and Kuzi, or you mm. want Stockton in there? Well, Stockton's number three all time. Okay, for you. Yeah. Well, if 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 I have to live with that, I'm gonna put Curry in the top five instead of Kuzi. Are you okay with that? I was gonna drop Thomas. Hmm. Wow. Who's the better scoring point guard? Curry. Kuzi's got freaking six rings. Man. Thomas doesn't. It's weird to live in a world where Isaiah Thomas is not a top five point guard, though. He just was my entire life. (laughs) I hate Stockton so much. (laughs) Can we agree that... let's, Let's do this. Let's leave Thomas on, but he'll be five. I'll give you Stockton... Yeah, I'll give you Stockton at three if you give me Curry at four. And we just lose Koozie. No. All right. Koozie at five. Thomas is off. Is that better? Curry at four? That is better. I don't like Isaiah Thomas much either. All right. Fair enough. We got it, though. (laughs) But I feel, see, we came to some sort of consensus. We made, we wheeled and dealed. It's good. Actually, can I have Curry since I since I lost Thomas? Can I have Curry at three and Stockton at four? No, damn it! I just it's too soon. Too soon. All right, he's still in the top five. I'm 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 happy to to take that. I knew that one was controversial. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. So you heard it here, um, Pacer fans. Uh, Magic, Big O, Stockton. Curry and Koozie, the top five point guards of all time, according to the Undebeatables. We are, yes, we are also speaking for Jason and Joey. They have no <laughs> They have no options. Choice. They have no options. Exactly. Uh, all right. Um, shooting guards. I think this one will be a little bit easier. Jordan, one. I think it speaks for itself. Uh, probably greatest player of all time. Six championships. Unbelievable drive to win. Killer instinct. Jordan, best shooting guard of all time. Number two, I've got Kobe. Um, yeah. the, the man played 20 years. Um, he patterned his game after Jordan, and he's got five titles. Three of them you could say he got because he was with Shaq, but two he definitely got on his own. Yeah, unbelievable career. And and the longevity matters, too. I mean, 20 years. That last year was pretty miserable, but still. <laughs> um, where does he end up uh, all-time scoring list is he 
second all time or third all time? I thought he was third all time. Yeah, is it Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he's like then, uh, twenty-seven hundred behind Carl Malone. Okay, but yeah, congratulations, Kobe, on a wonderful career. Suck it. Played in a different era a long time ago. Um, he played for the Lakers as well. Um, only won one yeah, title. He played for the Lakers. Yeah, only won one title. Uh, but he went to the finals every year against the unbeatable Boston team. Not literally every year, but almost. He was there almost, all yeah. the time. He's the logo. Um, he's literally the logo of the NBA. Um, they uh, called him Mr. Clutch. Um, he got an MVP, a finals MVP, on a team that lost to show you how good this kid was. Um, I think he still holds the... the um, the title for third best shooting guard in the history of the NBA. Four, I've got Dwayne Wade, and I don't I don't feel good about it um, because I think Dwayne Wade is a little bitch. Um, but if you look at his career, he's got three titles, um, and uh, has is slowly amassing the numbers that make a pretty strong argument for him being a top five shooting guard of all time. Do you have thoughts about that? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's not great. Um, I mean, Pistol Pete probably better categorized as a two. Yep, for sure. I mean, he's a great passing guard, but I think he played a lot of two more than one. I'd rather have Clyde Drexler there. I'd rather have George Gervin there. Okay. Sure. Um, Don't like Dwayne Wade at all. I love it. This I, is great. I mean... <clears throat> Let me throw out some other names at you. Uh, Allen Iverson. I've changed the game in fundamental ways. Um, if he'd have had a longer career, yeah. Yeah. Uh, made it to the finals one time. Uh, James John Harden. Havlicek, Rick Barry. Uh, I've got Havlicek as a, as a, He's a three. three. Yeah. yeah. He, was a, he played both, but... Um, uh, Sam Jones... How about uh, how about James Harden, the beard? He's a hybrid point guard, shooting guard as well. Um, he's got no titles, but he's got an MVP, uh, and he can I mean, I stop the- faster than anybody in the history of basketball. <laughs> it's just the most important thing in the Hall of Fame ballot. That's right. I mean, I'd probably put them in a similar place, but I don't have Harden in the top five. Okay, I don't either. I'm. Uh, what about uh, what about pure shooters like? Uh, like a Ray Allen. I mean, you know, I, I want to say Reggie Miller. I don't think he's a top five shooting guard of all time, but but a shout out. Um, what oh, about? A, I just feel like this list is kind of weak. <laughs> what, what, what about a guy like Clay Thompson? I mean, I, you know, he's got three titles already. He's 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 going to get a lot of these three point shooting uh, records, even though he'll be behind Steph Curry and all of them. Um, yeah, but he'll be ahead of Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. Yeah, but he's not yet. Yeah. I mean, he's also a more well-rounded player than either of those two guys, but he right. just hasn't had a long enough career Better to defender. be a top five guy. Sure, I agree. But he could be on this list. Um, so uh, you said you liked Drexler or Gervin uh, or Sam Jones, which leads me to my Sam Jones argument. Sam Jones was the shooting guard for that uh, 50s and yeah, 60s. The most underrated player in the history of the NBA. Yes, uh, uh, Celtics team. And um, did he win eight titles? I believe that was the case. Um, I, I love this quote from uh, Bill Russell's book called The Second Wind. 
and I'm going to read it. And then, and I think you'll agree that he deserves on this top five list, uh, no matter where it is. <clears throat> so this is Russell. Whenever the pressure was greatest, Sam was eager for the ball. To me, that's one sign of a champion. Even with all the talent, the mental sharpness, the fun, the confidence, and your focus honed down to winning, there'll be a level of competition where it all evens out. Then the pressure builds, and for a champion, it is a test of heart. Heart in champions has to do with the depth of your motivation and how well your mind and body react to pressure. It's concentration. That is, being able to do what you do best under maximum pain and stress. Sam Jones has a champion's heart. On the court, he always had something in reserve. You could think he'd be squeezed out of his last drop of strength and cunning, but if you looked closely, you'd see him coming with something else he'd tucked away out of sight. <laughs> Though sometimes he'd do things that made me want to break him in two. His presence gave me great comfort in key games. In Los Angeles, Jerry West was called Mr. Clutch, and he was. But in the seventh game of a championship series... I'll take Sam over any player who's ever walked on a court. So that's from Bill Russell, who won uh, 11 championships. He's the greatest winner in the history of basketball. Yeah, so if he says he wants you on your squad, you're making my top five. Sorry, uh, that, that, one's, that, that one's not up for debate. Yeah. So basically, yeah, we still have I'm a spot uh, because we're dropping Dwayne Wade. I mean, Dwayne Wade didn't even have a reliable jump shot. Like, he's a great player, but like... He's got a great nickname, Flash. I mean, when I... There's two things that I think of when I think of Dwayne Wade. One was the 400 free throw effort that he had. Oh, God, which made me so mad. They shouldn't even have had that title. That made me so mad. That that was... I think that was against Dallas. That was just ridiculous. Um, And then the other thing was when he injured his shoulder and they had to take him off on a wheelchair... Those are like the two seminal Dwayne Wade moments for me. <laughs> yeah, and he like, beat us I'd a lot. I'd rather have Reggie Miller. Like, he's not a great defender, but, I mean, he is arguably... I mean, he's top five clutch shooter of all time, right? I mean, at least prior to five years ago. Right. You want to go uh, Iceman, George Gervin? Uh, I mean, we haven't dedicated Drexler to this list yet. I got Drexler ahead of Gervin. Okay. Let's do it. So ten time all star, five time all NBA. Yeah. No He's rings, got, but well, just the one. Oh, he did get one with the yeah, uh, one in ninety five. Right. Second year um, of Houston's rings. Right. Yep. But uh twenty six and five and a half with two steals per game over mm. the course of his long and illustrious career. Mm. Um and I mean everybody wanted to play with Sure. Clyde Drexler to say nothing of a, a you know, a, an amazing college career. Um, well, and he, he kind of slam a jamma and well, he kind of loses uh, out uh, historically because he was he wasn't really the foil to Jordan that everybody wanted him to be. And that's not his fault. <laughs> no, you no know? one was the foil. Exactly. To Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the but, you know, they, they played been his Port- foil played at three on his team. Right. They, they, they played uh, Portland in the finals that one year and he got kind of dis- dismantled, but it doesn't make him not have a fantastic career. And he did. And you know, he went to Houston and sort of slid in in the Jordan interim and got right. his ring right. uh, with a better team than the trailblazers were, but he played 12 years with Portland and you know, for a guy who could have gone someplace else at any time, um, you know, I respect him for doing that. 
Well, so there you have it uh, on the Beta Nation. Um, the best uh, five shooting guards of all time, according to us. Uh, Jordan at one, Kobe at two, Jerry West at three, Sam Jones at four. Kids, look it up. He was amazing. And then uh, Clyde Drexler at five. So. And since since Iceman was probably our honorable, honorable mention, uh, I'll just throw it out there. No championships, but nine-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA, four-time scoring champion, mm. 25-5-2, shot over 50% from the field, uh, and he was named the Iceman. So. He was. Um, he didn't really play defense, which helps you get on my list here. Um, yeah, but he also won four scoring titles. Yeah, because he could just put it in the bucket. Because he could just do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pacer Nation. Small forwards. Um, when Harper, when you and I did this uh, two or three years ago, I think it was slightly controversial that we – I think we decided that LeBron was, was better than Bird at that point but only barely. We did, but it took us a half an hour of <laughs> drunken arguing. That's right, that's right. And I think we were both arguing four. Yes, <laughs> but, it, but it took a long time for us to be okay with it because Bird, uh, basketball Jesus, um, was the most gifted small forward uh, for my entire life. And to have somebody take that over maybe took a minute. But at this point, it seems fairly obvious um, you put these two guys up next to each other, uh, careers wise. Um, they both have three rings. LeBron's already played 15 seasons, and uh, Bird only played 13 uh, with back problems. LeBron's got two more All Star games. He's got 14 All Star games versus Bird's 12. He's got four MVPs versus Bird's three. Um, Bird has two Finals MVP. LeBron's has three. Yeah, I mean, it just it goes on and on and on. It just he's just got a couple more accolades in everything. LeBron has six All Defensive Teams to Bird's three. Their overall points per game, Larry Bird had uh, for his career was twenty four point three. LeBron at this point is twenty seven point two. Uh, Bird had ten rebounds per game. LeBron only has seven, uh, but he's yeah. Bird's got uh, six assists while LeBron has 7.2. They're equal in steals and blocks. But for me, at this point, it's about longevity. LeBron just continues to do it. Um, he's now got 10,000 more points than LeBron than, than Larry scored in his career. And they're fairly equal on rebounds. Uh, but he's got you know 2,500 more assists. Uh, they're equal on steals equal on blocks and in their careers. But again, LeBron's still playing games. And for me, um, more impressively, the reason, you know, it's, it's about longevity and consistency. Um, but LeBron has also done something that no one really ever has. He has gone to eight straight finals with two different teams. No one has ever done that. Um, there are only three players in NBA history besides LeBron James, that have gone to eight straight finals. And as you uh, might guess, they are... Oh, wait, oh, wait sorry, four. <laughs> uh, they're all Celtics from those 50s, 60s teams. Uh, Frank Ramsey uh, was uh, sixth man for uh, the Celtics in all those years. Um, he ended up with seven titles. Uh, Tommy Heinsohn, uh, had uh, went to nine straight... My Went dude. to nine straight finals um, with the Celtics. 
And uh, fun fact about Tommy Heinsohn while we're here, um, Heinsohn is the only player who's been a member of the organization as either player, coach, or announcer for each of its 17 championships and also all 21 finals appearances. So shout out Tommy Heinsohn. Um, Sam Jones, who we talked about earlier, nine uh, straight finals and uh, Bill Russell, 10 straight. So, um, you know, you got to remember the Boston Celtics had, uh, I think it was a 16 team league at that point. They had what we've already decided is one of the top five shooting guards of all time. And we'll discuss later one of the top five centers of all time. Um, so what LeBron has done by going to the finals eight straight years, especially with two different teams, is just outrageous. Um, I think he deserves on this list as number one small forward over Bird easily and probably puts him, at least for me, in the conversation, and maybe it's a different pod, need to start talking about him as maybe the greatest player of all time. No, we've been talking about that for years, and we'll continue to do so. Yeah. It's not It's not about whether or not he was better than Larry Bird. It doesn't even have anything to do with longevity at this point. Yeah, he's just The question is only, better. is he the greatest player to ever grace the game or not? He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. So and, three know, years ago fact- when we did the lost pod, it was an argument. It's not an argument anymore. Right, but He's we were already. I mean, part of the reason that conversation went so long is because we somehow it did it did flood into the "is he better than MJ" argument, mm-hmm. right? Which is how sure. we made our, you know, how we, how we sort of rationalized getting there. Right. Um, yes, he's a super durable player. Right. Yep. Um, you know, Larry Bird always got a lot of respect for you know his mentality and his killer instinct and all that kind of stuff. Better well, long range shooter, um, Bird was, but. Uh, overall shooting yes. goes to LeBron. So, I mean, these just... Well, around the basket, LeBron is 10 times more effective yes. than Larry Bird. I mean, sure. he's one of the most unstoppable people driving the lane that the league's ever seen. His combination of size, strength, and IQ, well, never been seen he, he's, he's the size of Carl Malone. I mean, he's the size of a power forward, um, but he... And every he, bit is physical. Yeah, exactly. But he moves um, like a guard. It's just, we've never seen anything like it and um, outrageous. And I'm, I'm not willing to uh, say that his three point shooting, uh, which continues to improve, won't end up being on par with uh, Larry Bird's by the end of his career. I mean, this guy just gets better every offseason. Well, he does. And I th- one of the most underrated stories about LeBron James is not just adding something to his game, like the three point shooting or what have you. He's physically changed his body several times over the course of his career. He's lost 20 pounds. He's gained 20 pounds. Yeah. He's done what his teams or what he believed his teams needed. He sleeps right? in like hyperbaric chambers and weird. He's stuff. Batman. He's Batman. He's definitely Batman. He's Batman. Yeah. Sometimes you can find yourself in the right situation. And the thing about LeBron is he has never found it. Like even what he thought was going to be perfect in Miami, he thought that was the perfect situation. Right. Lo and behold, <laughs> there's other people out there and other teams happen to get better about the same time. And it just, it wasn't what it could have been, you know? And then there's, you know, the injury to, to, to Bosch, uh, a lot of stuff happened, but he's worked his way through that. He's always been a reliable, if not hall of fame level team leader. Um, and I mean, there's really nobody who's ever played NBA basketball who you can just say offhandedly, just understood the game better. Like there's just not, yeah. I mean, that's, he's a, an unbelievable physical specimen who has as high a basketball IQ right. as anybody ever met. And just to top it off, it's like a really good dude. Right. Like, yeah. 
You know, he doesn't get that Stockton knock. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not fair, really. You know, and Stockton, everybody. to his credit, has been a great guy for his community. I get it. Like, I'm not just slamming Stockton, but yeah, you know, this... Jordan. I mean, he's got sort of a fraught history. He's a crazy the media and with yeah. humans yeah. in general. And Bird, you know, Isaiah Thomas, same thing. I mean, yeah. that dude did some stuff after his career that makes you cringe, right? Uh, Larry Bird is about as clean as they come, but yeah, you know, he's a crazy old white guy all the same. Right. Yeah. No, this guy uh, was raised in front of a camera. You know, think about these, uh, you know, what that, the kind of pressure of being the king, dubbed the king at 16 years old, what that looks like. And uh, uh, he has exceeded all expectations and uh, probably doesn't get enough credit for it. Really incredible. So. Yeah, no question he's number one on yep. this list. Uh, he could, is he there, could retire tomorrow. He's in the Hall of yep, Fame. Agreed. The first chance anybody gets, it's it's a wrap. Agreed. And I think uh, I think you're fair with me on Bird at two? Yeah, absolutely. He's a game changer. His combination of, again, I mean, you know, he didn't have Size the athleticism of LeBron, but yeah, right. his combination of on-the-ball skill, yep. uh, shooting range and basketball IQ were, right. were new. Game changer, uh, yeah. And they were. And if he'd have had a longer career, he still wouldn't be as good as LeBron. But, <laughs> I mean, the, the argument would he's be awfully if, decorated as it is. Yeah, if it he had played better. three more seasons, we might still be arguing this. I mean, the thing is, is his career ended after 13 seasons and LeBron's already at 15, still playing at peak level. You well, know? but also, moreover, like he was injured for much of the time that he was right. playing. He's a warrior. He played through a lot of pain. Do you, do you know? I got to think it's hard to take a accurate 23 foot jump shot with a bad back i just you know do you know how he uh threw out his back uh <laughs> i know i was throwing my back how did he do it uh he was tarring his driveway in flint's uh french lake <laughs> <laughs> how does he not have somebody doing that for him in the off season he's just tarring tarring his own driveway in french lick and threw out his he's back from french lick that's why yeah and that's uh, why you can't hate just, larry bird you can't and I know that it probably derailed a longer career, but uh, God bless you, sir. Um, uh, keep uh, drinking Budweisers and, and uh, making those trade calls. You crack me up, my friend. Uh, never never lose the rotary phone. It's right. the secret of all his powers. That's right. That's right. Uh, three all-time. I've got Scottie Pippen, and I don't know how you yes. feel about that. No, that's just right. Okay, good. Um, he's probably the best defender Maybe not just at that position, but of all time, um, he is uh, was the Robin to Jordan's Batman. Uh, but Jordan doesn't win six rings without Pippen. And when Jordan wasn't around, Pippen was amazing scorer um, and still a complete basketball player. You know, with scoring, rebounding, assisting, uh, and defense. I, I, you know, it's hard to think about Jordan's career without Pippen. Uh, but really, basically, what you did is you put two of the top 20 players of all time on the same team. And it just wasn't fair. That's why they won those rings. And and that's part of why we think of Jordan the way we think of Jordan. Pippen belongs on this list because of all his contributions on those six titles, um, his ability to put up with Jordan and take a back seat um, and still be an amazing scorer, defender. Yeah, I just, I, I, it, I think some people might think he's too high on this list, but if you agree with me, I'm I'm happy with that. Scottie Pippen is arguably the second greatest defender in the history of the NBA. Who's the first? Bill Russell. 
Okay, good call. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll um, get to that, I guess. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, he's one of those guys, one of those handful of guys that you can put in a category with Le- LeBron James for basketball IQ. Right. Um, in spite, like, he was just a very smart guy all around. He didn't mind taking a backseat to Jordan's scoring. He didn't mind taking some of Jordan's heat in the press. He's a great teammate. Yeah. When he could have had his own franchise and written his own ticket, he didn't Kyrie Irving his way out of Chicago, right? Right. He stuck around and made that into one of the most impressive franchises uh, and dynasties in the history of the game. And he didn't have to do that. He could have had, he could have made it so no one questioned him at number three here. He could have been number two here. Yeah. But he helped create the greatest player of all time. And I, I don't understand how he's not number three. I mean, well, you know, it's funny. Not I, at this I, point. Yeah. When I think about the game and just sort of, create prototypical players that do the things they're supposed to do at their position. Scotty Pippen is the, the name that comes into my head at three. Um, he but he is, also makes up new stuff. He, he's like, Hey coach, I should be guarding one right now. Yeah, you know that, right? No, that's Greatest what I'm saying. Like, all time. I mean, that, like, that's, that's amazing. what, what he was able to do. I mean, you know, we watched it firsthand. You're right. In that, uh, uh, you know, that seven game playoff series against in uh, Eastern conference finals against, uh, the Bulls, the Pacers, they put Pippen on on Mark Jackson, and it threw off our offense for two games before he figured it out. Because and we, I mean, you can only figure it out so much. Yeah, no, I mean, even we, if we, you figure it out, we it's out, still we Scotty still, Pippen. We still lost card. that series because <laughs> yes. of Pippen. It doesn't matter what else happened. Yeah, we we missed a couple offensive rebounds down the stretch of Game Seven. That series was lost because Pippen took on that that defensive. Um, assignment. Yeah. We we put ourselves in a game seven against Michael Jordan, and that almost never ends well. <laughs> yeah, but also to his credit, he's the one who came up with that idea. He went to Phil Jackson and said, yeah. "You know what? I can guard Mark Jackson." And we he can. went to the greatest coach right. in NBA history and said, "I got an idea." Most people's yeah, and said, "Hey, I've got an idea how we could win this series," right. and it worked. It and that, like I said, handful of guys that you can put in that IQ category with LeBron James. Um, and like I said, he's 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 the greatest role player of all time. Like that's crazy. Yep, that's crazy. Like the skill set that he has yep. had, I guess, and the way that he played for his team and the defense that he brought and all the gifts that he had to be a role player. I mean, that's just a kind of selfless selflessness that you you don't see. Yeah. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad the game would be different without him. I feel like real good about these top three here. LeBron, Bird, yeah, and Pippen. Those are easy. Yeah, that was that was. Going to get hard now. Well, and you know you're right, and we're talking about three of the best basketball minds of all time at the three spot here. It's and isn't great. that nice? That position especially seems to yeah. really bring in like the super high. The you you got to be right? the utility guy, right? You got to do whatever the team needs. Do you need yeah. to be big and rebound? Do I need to be small and 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 uh, you know and a pass? wing defender? Yeah, wing defender, whatever. Yeah, it's great. Yep. I love it. I love small forwards. Um. So after this, um, I currently have, and this might be a little premature, um, but Kevin Durant currently has two rings now, um, and I made a bet when he got drafted that he would would end up with the um, most points in the history of the NBA, and Mm -hmm. I still think there's a real chance that that's the case. Um, this guy is just an incredibly gifted scorer. Um, he is seven feet tall, um, 
but he I think can, he's still listed six eleven, by the way, which is just garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. Um, but he, you know, he's got the the quickness of a guard, uh, the length. Uh, he he brings you everything defensively you want. Is he a better three. shooter than Larry Bird? Yes. Which is I didn't mean to say that so quickly, but um, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's one of the most gifted shooters this league has ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got the size to show it off. I mean, in a similar way that, you know, there there are guys that have um, a slight advantage, um, like a Dirk Nowitzki, who's just taller than most of the players. Reggie Miller, yeah, for example. He had a sweet stroke. No, I, I know. Mean... <laughs> but, like, you know, you think about Reggie Miller. I mean, he was a 6'7 guard when most of the people who were defending him were 6'3 and below. Like, you know, Durant has the advantage of being taller than the people it that. It is a call. lot easier to hit a shot when you can see it. Exactly. Um, but I question. but he's a fantastic shooter, got great mechanics, um, and um, when engaged, incredibly devastating defender. Um, we've seen him take clutch shots in the finals. Uh, he's got he's already got a finals MVP. I missed that. <laughs> he's a four time scoring champ. Um, you know, eight time uh, All NBA, nine time All Star. Um, he's on his career, he's 27 points, seven rebounds, four assists, 50% from the floor, 30, all right, all right, 38% all right. percent from the range. Like, the the guy is special. I know that the his only... career is not over, but I think he jumps a lot of these other honorable mention guys. So the only really interesting question about Kevin Durant and the all-time scoring title, does does he have... The way that he plays basketball and the way he takes care of his body, he could potentially have a very long and healthy career. Right. So let's assume that for a second. Okay. But can he pass Kareem if he continues to play for the Warriors? Right. Well, this is a good question. I don't know if there's enough shots to go around well, on that team for him to pass Kareem. You make an interesting point, but I, I, w- I would just like to say that last year um, he averaged 26 points a game. Um, that's with Curry injured. That's true for most of the year. Yeah. You make a good point, um, but I also don't think he's going to be on the Warriors for more than two more years, so that's my prediction. Um, well, is he going to be Scottie Pippen, or is he going to be... No, I think he's going to say, hey, look, I got my rings, now I'm going to go be Batman somewhere. It's mm. my theory. That would make me like Kevin Durant less somehow, even though it would be better for the league. He doesn't really care if you like him. He is the uh, Durantula... Oh, that's I think that's just patently false. I think he cares a lot. <laughs> I think that all his protest he doth protest too much. Right. Um, so if we're going to talk about guys who changed the game and Durant falls in that category, Elgin Baylor, no. I I love Elgin Baylor. Um, he gets a bad rap. He um, because he was a, a crappy. GM for the Clippers when they were really bad. I think that's the main reason he gets a bad rap. Do you think so? I think really it is. Uh, because if you look at his numbers, they are absolutely outrageous. Um, do you have those in front of you or you want me to look them up here? Oh, no. We got, we got Elgin Baylor's numbers. Okay. Um, he averaged over 27 points a game over the course of his career. 13 and a half rebounds. Still managed to throw in f- over four assists a game. Um but and, and I didn't know this. This is interesting. Only shot about forty three percent from the floor, which I didn't realize. Played his entire career with the Lakers, both in Minneapolis and L.A. Eleven time All Star, ten time All NBA. Got Rook. I got the Roy. Um, 
Never won a championship, however. Yeah, no, uh, he didn't. Uh, he, in fact, he left. I believe the team mid-season, the year they did win. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, his his final year was nineteen seventy-two. I've heard that he left because he felt like it would be better for team chemistry. And if that's the case, if the man walked away from a team that he thought could win him a ring uh, to help solidify his career, but instead cared more about um, the team winning than him, that matters to me. Um, He also was the guy that sort of defined what small forward was, what the modern small forward was. Um, He was doing the scoop shot and the um, stop and pop and the... You say that his shooting percentage wasn't great, um, but he was sort of <clears throat> inventing what a small forward did as a scorer um, and doing it at a really amazing clip at 27 points a game or, and, and, and 13 sure. rebounds a game. And, and also, you know, I mean, I think we um, forget this is, this is one of those bridge players, um, and he was one of these first African-American basketball players that that bridged a gap um and i think had a tough go of that as 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 oscar robertson did um and and yeah and, and bill russell did sucked. yeah and 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 to think about how much extra pressure they took they couldn't you know eat with their team after um you know how much effort and energy they took uh, off the court um, you know, to kind of have the career that he had with all that extra pressure and, and to be, you know, uh, sort of the, the uh, a vanguard uh, for the position, I think he deserves at least some consideration in this top five for sure. Um, his, he's got and the it, numbers so to it, back it up. The only thing he lacks is the rings, I think. Well, so if he's the transitional figure, the guy who brought that to fruition was Dr. J. Okay. Arguably the first modern NBA basketball yes. player. Uh, he, he's got played above the rim. Yep. He changed the way that we understand basketball. Sure. Um, Scoop shot. And he, <laughs> and he was able to stand on the shoulders of Elgin Baylor um, and, and take it kind of to the next level. Right? Yeah, he was the transition um, from the ABA to the NBA. With those, those two leagues merged. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the guy that helped make um, that merge played possible. with the Virginia Squires. Didn't know about the Virginia Squires. I did not did know you? about the Squires. I love that they were called the Squires. I've never heard of this team, even though Dr. J played on them. But like, if you're going to name a team, you don't name it to the guy. Like, you name it the Knights, right? You don't name it the Squires. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> That's hilarious to me. Uh, so... Dr. J played until 1987... Uh, he was the MVP in 8081, 11-time All-Star, won a championship in 83. Right. Stats not as impressive right. as Elgin Baylor's 24 points a game, eight and a half boards. Still got his four assists in, but he did shoot over 50% from the floor because all he did was throw it down on people. Right, just dunked. Um, important, to, a lot of people think he was the first guy to dunk. He was not, uh, but he is the godfather of GM. I mean, this guy made basketball exciting. Sure. Um, and without I, it, the NBA would have failed before Jordan showed up. And he's got that up and under from behind the backboard that no one had ever seen. No before. one had ever seen. I mean, that's an iconic NBA image. It is, for sure. The guy, and, and Dr. J was just a great dude. And he deserves so much credit. He really does. 
what about uh, what about John Havlicek? He stole the ball. He's got like eight rings. Um, he's Scotty Pippen here, or I'm sorry, he's John Stockton here, right? He's the guy who took the existing position and maximized it, made it the best it could ever be, right? He played with Bill Russell. He played on those teams. He was where he was supposed to be. Almost 21 points a game, six rebounds, almost five assists, um, and kind of a role player. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. He was everything he needed to be all the time. Just a fantastic So so he's Pippen before Pippen. Eight championships, my friend. Yeah. Eight-time all-defense, too, which I think people forget about how much. Right. This is what I'm saying. I mean, he is Pippen before Pippen. I mean, and so on some level, if we're saying, you know, longevity matters, um, rings matter, um, Durant's still playing his career, so let's let's leave him out of the list. Who, Durant? Yeah, he's not there yet, right? Or is he there? Oh, man, it's so hard. He's got one MVP and two finals. This is the toughest position. Yeah, I agree. This is the toughest position. I agree. Because the first two spots are like unassailable. Right. right? Um, just to get the other names out there. Okay. Dominique. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's not in my top five. I know. He's not on my top five either. But Dominique. Sure. Sure. Uh, James Worthy. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, you talk about one of the great role players of all time. Yep. He's on and, that list, uh, but that's not a top five. I agree. Uh, and then uh, probably Rick Barry deserves some mention okay. there. Sure. 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 Um, Got guys who may end up making this list, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Hmm. Um, you know, there, there's guys playing right now um, that could find their find their way up. Uh, is Kevin Durant? Oh man, I, I feel know. like if his career ended right now, he's probably six or seven. So I shouldn't put him on five yet, right? It's it's just so hard to leave Havlicek off the list with eight championships. Yeah, it's just so hard to leave him off. I think I think we're I'm gonna wait for Durant to win two more titles with Golden State, which he will. We'll just leave him off for now. We when we revisit this, he'll be on this list, but And we'll give Baylor and Dr. J. But where's Havlicek? Okay, then we have to decide between Baylor and Dr. J? I think so. I'd take Dr. J. Okay. Elgin Baylor probably did more for the game and civil rights and right. society at large. Right. Um, uh, but, and he has know. better stats. And he has better stats. <laughs> but he doesn't have a ring, and he wasn't the the face of the franchise. He was yeah, never God, the face I'm of so the franchise. I'm so uncomfortable with my own decision. He was like, never I the face Dr. of the franchise. I love Dr. J. He's a great dude. I do. Yeah. But Elgin Baylor did so much for the league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Uh, can I kick off? Can I kick off Larry Bird? <laughs> no. Okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll do Havlicek four, and, and then, then a tie at five. Tie at five. Doctor J. Bell. Yes. Okay. That's such a cop out. Actually, let's make it a three way tie with Havlicek <laughs> as well. So they're all. Th- so those three get the last two spots. Okay. Okay. I like it a lot. Because like if we if we keep hammering this out, this show will go on for another two hours. This is. I think this is probably the roadblock that we hit the first That's time right. around that turned this into a four hour show. This is probably <laughs> it right here. So okay, I've got the uh, undefeated. And then Durant is seven. Solid. Uh, yeah. Seven. Solid seven. 
Um, we're not moving off Duran at seven. <laughs> but uh, Undebeated Nation, I need you to tweet at us. Uh, your thoughts uh, help us clarify this. And if uh, we get some enough opinions or enough persuasive arguments. Yeah. Hashtag cop out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know on the pod and uh, and we'll send you a T-shirt if, if you uh, sway us.